quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Hello, I'm back. Dr. Dan Siegel says that the opposite of shame is resilience. And at first I was like, what is he talking about? The opposite of shame is resilience. And then I started thinking about shame in my own world and shame and how I process shame and how shame has affected me. And I started to think, wow, he's really, he's right. And it's a profound statement. And this idea that shame is part of our life, no matter what, right? If we do something wrong, regardless of if there's a penalty or not. So if you run the red light, do you feel the slightest bit of shame? If you say the wrong thing to somebody, do you feel a little bit of shame? And if you do something big that feels catastrophic, do you feel really big shame in in your body? And is that shame naturally occurring? Sure, it can be. And for, for many of us, for most of us, hopefully, we have this internal shame and guilt that occurs when we cross over our own moral lines. So when we do something that we know isn't necessarily acceptable in our own guidelines and ourselves and with our own moral compass, we feel shame and guilt. And that's part of keeping us from making bigger mistakes or continuing to make the same mistake over and over again. That's kind of keeping us in check, our internal shame and guilt. And those things happen no matter what. So we're going to experience shame and guilt in our life, regardless of any external circumstances. Hopefully we do. Hopefully we have this, you know, mechanism happening for us and we're not complete, you know, lunatics and we don't feel any shame when we do something wrong. So that internal shame is part of our kids' lives too. That's part of what they feel. They feel internal shame when they do something wrong and guilt. And that's how they learn to do the right thing. And that's how they learn to form their own morality, just like we all do. Where we get into trouble is when we cause shame for our children, because then we're adding extra shame 
onto their world and into their lives and into their psyche. And when we do that, and it's at our hand, it's because of us. Now we're linked to this idea of we're causing shame for our child. And we're usually causing shame through ideas of punishments, but they can also be the idea of lecture. It can also be the idea of correction. It can be reasoning. It can be just, oh, well, we just sit down and have a talk about the things that are really hard or the things that my child is doing wrong, right? Often we get these like disguised ways of correcting our kids and we we phrase it as, oh, we're just going to have a little chit chat. We're going to sit down and talk. And when we sit down and talk, that talk is, is comprised of all of the things that we're going to explain to our child, all of the things that we believe they've done wrong in this situation. And even though we're saying it kindly, and even though we're not yelling and we're not giving a punishment or we're not, you know, otherwise really being harsh, we're still pointing out a child's wrongdoing where likely they already know what their wrongdoing is. And the problem with this is they feel judged. Have you ever felt judged? Have you ever felt like, oh my gosh, that mom at the park saw my kid spit at her sister in the face and now they're judging me as a parent. I feel so because she gave me the side eye or she walked by and said, oh, you're going to let your kid do that? When when someone says that to you, when someone says, oh, are you going to let your kid do that? They're not correcting you. They're not yelling at you. They're not giving you a punishment. They're not saying anything harsh But what they are saying is, I noticed something that you did and I'm judging it. I'm forming a judgment about who you are, what this interaction means, and who your child is. And I'm passing judgment by just the slightest remark. So imagine what a child feels when they're being punished or spanked, or when they're being lectured at, or when they're being something is being taken away or something is threatened or bribed, that is decidedly more harsh than just a mom walking by and saying, oh, you're going to let your kid do that to you? Are you going to let your kid do that to their sibling? Just that slightest remark dives us deeply into shame. So imagine all the things that might cause extra shame for our children. And is that shame necessary? Is that extra helping that we give them part of what we need to be doing as parents. Many people will say yes, because they need to learn right from wrong. I, however, am of the opposite mind that no, we don't need to add the extra shame because the extra shame doesn't help our children learn anything. And like Dr. Dan Siegel says, shame is the opposite of resilience. So are we eating away at our child's resilience? And how is that so? So if a child is living in shame, or they're experiencing a lot of shame that's been derived from their parents, does it make them feel bad? And have, do they have a hard time rebounding from hard situations? So if you have a hard situation where you did something wrong, you spit in your brother or sister's face at the park, and then you've been judged by your parents, and you've been punished or just given a consequence or threatened or any of those things, Now, what does it do to your idea of recovering around mistakes? Do you feel so much shame you can't recover? Because then you start, your self-talk starts to be really negative. I'm bad. 
I did the wrong thing. My mom or dad is doesn't feel good about me. They might not like me. Maybe I believe they don't like me because they're correcting me or they're judging me or they're reprimanding me. So then do you have a hard time if that's happening every time you make a mistake again and again and again, then what is your, what's your story around mistakes? Your story is you should feel bad. You should feel extra shame. And maybe you will have a really hard time pulling yourself out of that shame and saying, yeah, I made a mistake, but it's okay. And I'm going to recover because you're so deeply in that extra shame. If you've given the space and you you aren't judged and, and you aren't corrected and you, and you aren't reasoned with or talked to or lectured or, or given a consequence or a punishment, if you aren't given those things and you can just deal with your own internal shame, isn't that better because you aren't then being taken down so far, right? You're not being sucked down into this world of shame. And I'll say that for me as a kid growing up, I was constantly feeling shame because I was thought of as the bad kid, the black sheep, the the one that was hard, had the big feelings and you're too much. Even just saying that you're too much or when I would do something wrong, I would be highly chastised and punished. So then when I became an adult and I did something wrong, I would highly chastise myself and I would punish myself. And so then I would get into this cycle of shame because that's what I knew and I couldn't recover. So I see this too with the parents my poor sweet parents, they'll do something wrong. They'll yell or, or whatever. And they beat themselves up so badly because they were so beat up in childhood. They don't have the resilience to recover from their mistake. There was too much shame. There was extra shame. There was the organic shame. And then there was the extra topping and extra helping of shame from the caretaker that happened every single time. So instead of saying, oh, it's it's a mistake, it's okay. You don't have to worry about spitting at your brother in the face. That was a mistake. I know you didn't want to do that. I believe the best in you. I understand you're having a hard time and I'm not judging you for spitting at your brother in the face. I do not think less of you. Therefore, you should not think less of yourself. Time for a short break to acknowledge our sponsors. Because of them, you're able to enjoy this podcast without paying a dime. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics, and an 80-20 whey to casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. 
And then she can either type her responses or use their voice to text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. Let's dive back in. Now also with this, does the extra helping of shame cause more off-track behaviors? Does it cause children who hit more, kick more, spit more, are more defiant? because they're already feeling icky. And so they can't think well because the prefrontal's gone. And so are they making poor decisions? And are they then, maybe some of them even get to this place, well, I'm already bad. I might as well be bad. And the self-talk gets so negative. And I see this with parents too. Like they'll get to this place, like I'm a terrible parent. I'm horrible. I do this, I do that, I do the other thing. And I can't get myself out. And then they beat themselves up and then they can't think well. And their prefrontal's not engaged and they're not making good decisions because they're Self-talk is so bad because the self-talk came from their, their childhood, from the shame. Shame can cause all kinds of other things too, like perfectionism. I have a quest to be perfect because I want to avoid the shame of making mistakes because mistakes were not accepted. I have no resilience around the mistakes, but that, resili- that lack of resilience has pushed me into perfectionism. I have that. So the extra helping of shame makes us not resilient in many places in our lives. But if we just think about mistakes, that's mostly where parenting goes awry is that we don't fully accept our children's mistakes as mistakes. We judge them and who they are. And we inform what their internal voice will be around our actions. That's why punishments, consequences, lectures, bribes, reasoning, just having a good old sit down, talk about what you did wrong isn't helpful in parenting. It creates way more issues than anything, really. I don't don't think it's necessary at all. And that's a hard jump for people. And I get that. But it's it's an important one. And it's such a great one. Because if you want resilient kids, you want kids who can recover from their mistakes. And if you get kids who recover from their mistakes by having safe places to make mistakes, free of correction, free of judgment, free of lecture, free of the sit down talk and we're going to talk about it, meaning I'm just going to tell you why you're wrong. That's not helpful either, even if it's in the most gentle way. And people will say, well, when do I get to? When do I get to? When do I get to tell them what they did wrong? And I hear this all the time. And um, it's, it's, it's incredible to me that people really want to correct their kids. They want to tell them, no, you did this wrong. And my, my question to that is why? Why do you want to do that? You want to do that because it was done to you and you don't know any other way. And you believe in this idea that correction will translate into kids who are moral. All of it's false. But we really have this deep desire to tell our kids they're wrong. Now, I've been doing this for 13 years, so I can say this. I'd rather let them figure it out. I really would. I do. 
I let them figure it out because it's a much more beautiful process. I don't have to dirty my hands. I don't have to say, you did this wrong, you did that wrong. Sorry, you're in trouble. I just, I support, I witness, I reflect, I empathize. And when it all falls apart, they often say now, especially that they're older, not Pia so much, so she's coming around. But Esme, Esme for sure, be like, oh, whoops, shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have stayed out all night. I feel exhausted. I got nothing done. And do I value that process? And I think, yes, I do. I value the process. I think the process is incredible. And I, I let it happen. The natural consequences are... Uh, the, uh, the most amazing way to allow children to learn on their own. But you have to trust, right? You have to trust that they can do that. You have to trust in yourself that you you can be a good guide and you can be a good empathizer and you can use the tools of connection to allow that to come out. And it's a, it's a thing, but uh, you can get there. You definitely can. It's not always easy to disseminate. It's not always easy to find a new way to parent. And I get that too. So if you're struggling and you really want to dive more deeply into this ideology and method and sit down with somebody and really learn one-on-one for your family what you can do to not create shame. We have incredible coaching programs. I have beautiful coaches. I coach myself. If you want to get involved in our coaching, we would love to have you. We would love to set up a call to discuss the ideas of coaching, to figure out where your struggles are and how we can help you get there and if Connected Parenting is for you. So if you want to find out more about coaching, please email us at support at peaceandparentingla.com and we will get you on a call. All right. I'm so glad you joined me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I hope you can de-shame your house. And, oh, I have a shame guide. I'm going to link it right here in the show notes so that you can start to practice some ideas of de-shaming your home. All right. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.